Yo, what is up, y'all? It's another episode of Chop It Up, and today, man, we got another person. Well, like I said, I he's just always on the show, and yeah, and his name is George Seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, bro, so um, one of the things that we were we were talking about was really just, uh, I mean, like, what exactly were we talking? about? There's so many things we were talking about how the human being and like how ego is not real. Yeah. So. Ego is not real. I, I say ego is not real because, like, I mean, if you really think about it, just life in general. So the example I used was Donald Trump. Right. Right. So the ego is man-made, which is, I mean, I hope that's obvious, you know. It is. Um, ego is just something that you use as a defense mechanism. So when you take someone like Donald Trump, who has all this money and all these people around him and people that never tell him no... You know, uh, you know, when he is told no, for example, that that ego kicks in. But if you were to take him and strip everything from him and just put him in a forest in freaking Egypt or something. Yeah, in Serbia. I don't even know. In Narnia. You know, who who is he at that point? Who does he become? You know, I think the show alone, like you were saying. Yeah, you have to watch that show. It's on the History Channel. It's a good show. But, you know, I feel like if you watch that show, you see people have a whole new perspective on life yes they definitely do bro and like it's so crazy you said because like when you watch the show alone they're out there for max out 300 days but you don't get really any resources you have to live off the land and like you hear these people in the show they're like wow this was such an eye-opening experience like and most of them don't even last a month most of them just last a month out there yeah and they say it's such an eye-opening experience because I didn't have to worry about anything besides survival. And that's what the human beings are really meant to do. And I remember, like, like it's just in ourself. Like, we're not meant to, you know, sit in desk and, you know, go to school. And Well, we are meant to. We can do that. We can educate ourselves. But we're not meant to just sit in cubicles and, you know, repeat the cycle until we die. It's just... We're not meant to do that, but it's masked. And the amount of stress yeah. puts on the average, you know, person, human, or not even human, just American, you know, people dying from stress, people getting gray hairs, losing their hair, balding because they're worried about their bills they have to pay, like they're worried yeah. about like what job they have, the car they have to represent them, yeah, the so house they have. Like, I want to talk about like meditation too. Like, yeah. I mean, if you can, you know we can pick your brain on that that'd be awesome like I, I think that meditation kind of just takes all of that stress away yeah puts you in a in a position like, to where you understand that life is not supposed to be that complicated it's not supposed to be that complicated bro you said something to me today what was it trans trinical uh what tran- is it transcendental meditation yeah something like that literally bro like i did that this morning and maybe i maybe i maybe i didn't get the exact video that you watched yeah but I definitely did that this morning. Took only 10 minutes out of my day. 10. And, and, it, and it made me, bro, I, I, woke, I, I woke up out of this thing. And, like, you know, it does a little click. A little ting. And when it does that, mm-hmm. there is, it's literally telling you, like, it's telling you, like, this word describes you. And you have to find that word. What was your word? Uh, motivation and determination. Okay. And... And I just kept like thinking that, and I woke up, man, 
and well, I opened my eyes, and I literally was like, it's time to get to work. Like, this is me now. Like, you know what I mean? And like, and I know that yeah. if you do that every day, and you just kind of just forget everything. Yeah, that- dude. Bro, I'm so glad you said that. I think literally if you do that every day, I've, I've, I've researched and I've looked into it, but there's people like their grades improve like dramatically bounds, like people get like uh better just better at like thinking clearer and solving problems and like they feel younger yeah and they get more ideas yeah it's huge if you're a creative person too you know yeah your mind is clear very clear and i feel like when it's clear like that you're you're able to see things more like when your mind is clear you're able it's like when you don't do things like meditating or just personal development, that's another one, a big one, personal development. I know this, my dad put me on personal development, but um, when you don't do those things, it's just like, it's like you just have a bunch of files on your desktop and, you, and you're like, where the hell do these things even go? But when you put them all into one file and put it on your desktop, your desktop screen doesn't even look as cluttered anymore, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's like, yeah, and I think of it when you think of it like that, like you just kind of, you're just not, you're not organized. But when you meditate and just focus on personal development, you organize your mind. And I just feel like when you organize your mind, that's when you can make better calls, better decisions, and just have a better life of being a human being. Like being the best version of yourself, I think is probably the most important thing more than anything. And people don't even have time to focus on that. Why? Because they're too busy worrying about bullshit. Yeah, it's very, very tough, I think, or I would say, to get out of that cycle. Yeah. It's almost damn near impossible for some people. Once you get so old, you know, let's say I'm 35 or some shit, or 40, you know, all I know at this point is 9 to 5. Work. Work. (laughs) Yeah. You know, maybe arguments with the wife, maybe things are not going the best with the kids. Yeah. Just as very cluttered and... You know, maybe I'm facing some debt. Maybe there's some IRS troubles. Maybe there's some tax. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't, I just don't think that's how humans are supposed to live. No, not at all. Because at the end of the day, when you die, you're going to be dying by yourself, number one. So the people there that are on this earth, they may matter, but they're not going to carry on with you. You're going, there's no bunk beds in the grave. They're just not. Like, you know what I mean? You're going there by yourself. Yeah. And when you think like that, it makes you just kind of live more in the moment. And it makes you really just realize, like, hey, it's either now or never. That's what it's about. You know, it's crazy. A lot of, like, Catholics and Christians, I know, like, they don't even know that. Um, there's a verse. It's, like, probably one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And I'm not trying to get religious on anybody. But, mm-hmm. like, it literally says in there that, like, all these things, relationships people is material and it's not going to exist in the other world it makes sense yeah i mean your wife is not your wife in heaven i just want to (laughs) like your wife is not your wife in heaven like that's not a thing marriage isn't a thing in heaven yeah i don't see but it's a material thing yeah notice that when women want they want a ring, a wedding ring a symbolization of marriage you know what i mean yeah and like none of that is going to matter yeah. Like, you know what I mean? What matters most is who you were as a human being. And were you a good Samaritan? Did you give back? Did you make a difference on the earth? Did you prove, did you like form human beings to think a certain way in a positive direction? Did you create something? Did that... you create something that's going to benefit the human race? Right, right. 
maybe to look back on or maybe even to just have a better life. Like Michael Jackson, bro, he died, right? Prince died. You know what I'm saying? But what did they leave behind, bro? Like they left behind a great sense of artwork, great sense of music, something that's going to move people like literally like change people's lives. And like that is going to go down a history book. And that person could say that he passed away and he did his job. He did. He did his job, bro. And I don't see how you could be upset about somebody that uh, you can't even be mad at the world if you're on your deathbed and you feel like you've done your job. I couldn't have said it. I literally could have yeah. said it better, you know. Yeah, you can be. You, I wouldn't even be mad, bro. If I, if I, if they're like Nico, you have two days to live, and I literally did everything in my power. Yeah, like you know, we were talking earlier about Thanos, and Thanos is a terrible Thanos. example, maybe. <laughs> but hey, man, when the Avengers came for him, he did and they chopped off shit. his head. He didn't even give a fuck. He he's just like, he's like he's happy for it. He's like, yeah, I, I knew you niggas were coming. Yeah, I do. My work is done. You can go ahead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he did not give a yeah. single fuck. And they cut his head off so quickly. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> they did it so quickly. He Out of was anger, not, yeah. He, didn't care. he did not care. He was happy with it. You don't think, bro? This like I was just telling George, bro. Like this dude, Thanos knew. Like Avengers went back in time, my nigga, and and he still found out that they were trying to kill this man and try to refrain, like redo everything he's done. And he he said, "What did he say? He said, look what you done. You cannot accept failure. And look where it's brought you back to me.' <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, like I need that was the coldest line, bro, because like this man, his whole now, like I said, it was an extreme example." He was wanting to purify the whole universe and genocide type of shit. And, but the thing that mattered in that story was he did not give a fuck about who was in his way. The Incredible Hulk was in his way. He said, we have a Hulk. He said, I do not give a shit. <laughs> Get out of my way, my guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like, he said, and like, you know, he was all like, hey, only way to get to this point in your life in order to fully genocide everybody right now, you're going to have to kill someone that you love. And you have to, sa- and not kill, but you're going to have to sacrifice someone that you love. And that is what it takes in order to get the things that you want in life, bruh. You have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice, but people are not ready for that conversation. They're not ready for that conversation. It could be harsh. It's harsh. Because you put so much value. People will say, well, what about my significant other? Well, what about them, man? What about I don't know what you want out of this life. Like, If you want a significant other and that's your sole existence, that's your sole reason for existing, then that's you. And that's good. And you should keep up with that. Yeah, and you can die tomorrow. If you're trying to change the world... Your significant other gotta go, man. Yeah. Like if yeah. it calls for it. Not if it calls that for they it, they have to. But yeah. If it calls for it. Yeah. You cannot change the world. You cannot change. And have that. a significant other. You have got to change what you need to do. Yeah, bro. And that's a that's a uh, true thing that you said there because you know you can always have. I think it's definitely a benefit to have a companion yeah. or someone on your side to push you. And um, that loves you enough, and and when no one else is supporting you, that person is going to be there on your side to get you to your goal. But there are times where you are going to do things in a relationship, or you're going to do things for your future 
that your other is not going to appreciate and is going to go against derail you, derail you off your course. And you had to really sit back. I know uh, a perfect example, bro. Um, my, my good friend, my best friend, man, like he, you know, he had a distant, uh, he had a relationship uh, with someone that was in college. She played volleyball and it was in Dallas and he ended up not playing at the school anymore. He met the the girl there. He ended up doing um um a long distance relationship. But the thing is, he could have stayed. But what he did was he said, "Look, I'm still trying to pursue basketball. I'm trying to get to the league. Like, and I can't sit here in Dallas if I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I had to go to a whole nother city in order to get my shine on and get my opportunity. And I'm gonna have to sacrifice being here with you in order to get there." And I can totally respect that. Like another one is like I, I think I told you this. Like he, he had the chance to literally um, play overseas basketball, and he chose to stay with his um, his girlfriend or whatever. Nothing wrong with that. If, if that's what you believe, if you feel like that is more important than your dream. why and your dream, then please, by all means, have the white picket fence, have the swimming pool, have the van. The soccer mom, like you can, if that is the life that you want to have, it is okay. The goal is just to be happy and make a difference. Yeah, whatever so, makes you happy. And yeah. like the the whole thing is like, you know, when you have that that dream, and I'm not I'm not talking about you know you dreaming of getting ice cream or some shit. I'm talking about you dreaming of making an empire one day. Whatever your dream might be, yeah, if your dream is very different. That that road, it's lonely for a reason. Yeah, That's it, it is. The road is lonely. It's lonely at the, the top. top. I don't think the top is that lonely, but I think the road to get there is very lonely. I yeah I, I so. yeah I would because say so because people don't understand the struggles that you have to go through, and they probably stopped halfway through it. Nah, bad. They really did. Like I know, like I don't even play basketball anymore because my knee. But I know that when people would ask me, like, bro, like, how did you get good at shooting? Like, bro, I, you can ask my bro Maurice, bro, like. We was up at 5.30 every morning going to the gym, running to the gym, actually, for a morning cardio and going in there and putting at least 200 shots up every day. It got to the point where I saw the rim and I didn't have to look at the goal. I knew the ball was going in type shit. And when you stop doing those exercises and you start and you stop training your mind, I became inconsistent with my shot. And that's because I stopped pursuing that. You know what I'm saying? And like... You literally have the ability to change and form yourself and be the best version of yourself in any way possible. Like, so I don't know, man. So we're also talking about, um, you know, reincarnation and all that other stuff. Yeah, dude, reincarnation is weird because I think I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but what my theory is, and I've talked to my friend Annalise about this very much. Uh, she's a very interesting person. Uh, so she was basically telling me, and you know, we we're having this conversation. We we're talking about basically saying that energy cannot be destroyed. Cannot be destroyed, right? You, know, you can't technically destroy energy. So, like, where does it go when you die? It's not like it just evaporates. You know, I think energy just becomes part of something else. So even if that's a freaking ladybug, that part of your soul is inside. You know, or part you're of a your ladybug energies. now. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're technically a ladybug now. Yeah, and you like you can come back and be a fucking tree. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, do you want to be a tree? Like, probably not. But, I mean, you may want to be a tree. You may be the best tree to ever live. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. You may come out being a redwood tree, which is one of the best trees out of all the trees. A large Who cares? But the point is, you have this life. People really do take for granted, like, them being here. They be living every day like they got an extra life to live or some shit. And, like, yeah, you may be reincarnate, reincarnate, um, what is it called? Reincarnate. Yeah, reincarnate. But you may be someone totally different and you don't have that same opportunity that you had of being a human being again. Yeah. And, like... I mean, just really think about it, though. Like, I mean, I could be white in my next life. Yeah, I swear and I saw then, myself being white, dude. You know, like a, whole, a whole different just spectrum of opportunities, but then a lot of things I'm losing as well. Yeah, a lot of things you know, that you're losing. I really. literally can't say nigga anymore. No, you can't. I mean, no I can if I want to. But yeah, you get your ass whipped. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, I can't say it freely. No, you can't. You know, or I could be born in, you know, in a the third Middle world East country. Yeah, third world country. Where and being... die very young. Maybe I die at six. Mm-hmm. I don't even get a chance to live to 25. Yeah. And that can be tough, bro. And I saw this thing. It was kind of like simulation in a sense. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like they all, matter of fact, it was off a of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love and, and it was um the dating episode where they go on this date and they hit this time capsule thing. And it's like, bing, you hit it and then like, boom, your time starts. And it says like, um, you either like, it's like a dating app thing. And like you have like, it says like 12 and it's a random shuffle of things. Like It'll be like, in like six years, three months. That's how long this relationship is going to last. Wow. And then and and then it'll be like and it'll rotate again. It'll be like and it, it, like they show different perspectives of people's relationships when they try this dating app. Okay. And, then, and it will say like, "Bing." He's like, "This relationship is gonna last two weeks, two hours, three seconds." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like depict times. And I think, what if human beings are like that too? Like where it's just like you start your life and then like it already the the it's already been predetermined where your life is gonna end. Yeah. And you just don't know, but someone else does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What if it was like that? You know what I'm saying? It could yeah, there's be. There's a movie like that. It's called Gattaca. They just tell you at your birth what you're gonna be. You know, yeah. You're predetermined to be a lawyer. You're predetermined to die at this age. You're gonna be healthy. You're gonna be sick. Yeah. Like, what would you do, bro? If you knew like you're dying, in six like six years. I think people. Would you work myself, your fucking ass yeah. off? I think people, including myself, would live their life very differently. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they would, bro. Imagine if you're like a dragonfly. Dragonflies only live for one day. They live for a day? Yeah. Damn. Like, they're born and they live for... They, they mate and die. That's all they do. That's depressing. It is depressing. But what if that was like that for you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In that day, I'm pretty sure the dragonflies are going crazy. Like, they're doing anything they can because they know that they're about to die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, in that moment, I feel like people need to start thinking like that, including myself. Because I know I find myself at times meandering around or just, like, just chilling. Like, you know, a lot of people do. Like, they rush from home from work just to do what? Down the game. Nothing. Like, yeah, just chill. Nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you rushing home for? Like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, you know, don't see it like that. And they should, including myself, you know? Yeah. Because that reincarnation thing, I swore, bro, like, 
I could have sworn I was a kid, man. Like, it was so weird, bro. I was just, like, dreaming or something, looking out the window. And I could have swore I saw myself in another light being some weird... Not that white people are weird, uh, but it was, like, some weird, tall, white dude. And I was just like, huh? And and I just, and I just like, dude, what if, like, this is not even real? Like, what if, like, when I was that age, I was, like, a toddler or, like, maybe, like, eight years old. And I was like, what if, like... He just zoomed into my life, or just tapped into my life, and just realized that I'm an eight year old. And then he's like, "Wow, this is me in another life." You know what I mean? Like, right, I was just kind of right. thinking like that. You know, like, and it's so weird to think about things like that. You know? And, yeah, it's weird to think of things differently. Yeah, differently, and you get bashed for thinking differently. And it's so frustrating, and I don't. Yeah, and I I don't know how to really. It's almost like society loves normality. Yeah, no, no, no. That like no? society loves like. I see what you're saying, but, like, society loves the whole creative aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you follow the influencer, you follow Kylie Jenner, you follow your favorite artist, yeah. whatever it is. You know, people write about Van Gogh and Pablo Picasso, and they, like, fucking, like, yeah. drool over they're, them. Yeah, right? But, like, when it comes to somebody trying to do what Picasso did... Or what Kylie Jenner is doing, or what Travis Scott has done, they bash the hell out of they, them. You're gonna go through. It's like society is setting you up for failure. Yeah, it's like that is not a eligible pathway to take, sir. Yeah, bro. You have to get this degree, and then you have to become a motherfucking engineer, or a doctor, or like a cubicle worker. Yeah, like that. That whole creative aspect is thrown out the window. They don't want you to be creative, bro. They, they just don't. don't. They really don't. It's like, there's like a wall of no's of people. Like, people, it's just like a wall of people that are just saying no. And yeah. then you have to, like, literally wind that shit up. Cal- Captain Falcon punched that shit through. And, like, just, yeah. oh, and they just bash through and, like, just break off to the other side. I, was, I would honestly say that, bro. I think it's, um, for some people, I think for some people it's much harder to even break into that mainstream than if it were... They were just getting a degree. A yeah, bro. Degree. Yeah, exactly. You know, it might take like ten years. Like you could be yeah. titty boy that turns into two chains one day. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just rich and famous out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, I'm trying to tell yeah. you, like, like for example, when you uploaded that music, you literally did not expect anything. You were just like, "Yo, I'm just gonna put out good content, and that's what I'm gonna focus on." And at the end of the day, what happened? The views started going up. And the music stream started going up. Then you got to like 10,000. Then you got to 11,000. Now you're like where you are now. And it's just like that right there just goes to show that it was genuine. And also like you are just destined to do what you want. Like, bro, we did not, you don't expect things. Like, you just do things like in, in out of good context and just good quality genuineness, you know? Right, right. And I feel like it's kind of like what you did. And like for me too, like I didn't expect fucking uh tiktok or whatever the, i didn't expect to get like those 108k yeah you know i didn't expect that like you know what i mean like i was just making funny shit to me and your life can literally change like that and like yeah. not saying that fucking tiktok changed my life or or what you're doing changed life, but what i'm saying is you can get recognition that fast yeah and are you ready for it? You know what I'm saying? That's another thing. Like, we got to think about, like, you even brought it to my attention, bro. You were like, um, you said, bro, honestly, like, if uh, Atlantic Records or whoever was to see a contract down right in front of me, like, boom, here's the paper. 
like, hey, this is a million dollar contract. Um, either you sign with us or you do it your own way. You, what are you gonna do, bro? And what do my, I feel like companies like that target minorities because they know that they lack money. Mm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they put a lot of money in their face and then they take it and then they're fucking trapped. Yeah. And, and now you're just fighting for your songs for ever for years like like kesha or kesha like uh, lupe fiasco lupe fiasco uzi Uzi. uzi lowing um it's crazy yeah it's actually very crazy so i think if you do it the right way it can't i mean the experiences that you get from from having a marketing team you know you you hop off that seat for once and then a bunch of professionals handle it and they're trained to do that stuff so um, you can focus on, you know, your art rather than doing the whole yeah. marketing thing, which is a job in itself. That's why people are paid to do it. But yeah. at the same time, you know, those people are paid to get results. So you have to provide those results. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't just <laughs> like they give you a million dollars in advance for a reason. Right. Like you, right. you had to put in that work. And you have to understand that, like, and that's why I, you know, I wouldn't even consider it calling it trapped. I just seems like you just kind of sign, and which is why people say you signed your life away, blah blah blah. Like you know, you signed your soul because you have to start doing things that they want, and that that may be like, for example, like you, you may not like want to, you may not want to make fucking bangers all day long. Right, but they'll they'll walk you in like with Drake. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but like, thank me later. With Drake is not an album he even wanted to make. Yeah, yeah. He was thrown into a studio with producers he didn't like. He was given features like Swiss Beats, and um, not to say Swiss Beats is a bad feature or a bad you know artist. I like his music a lot. Uh, but he was giving people like Swiss Beats and um, yeah, whatever the other fucking guys on Unforgettable mm. and um, Jeezy. Just yeah. people that Drake usually wouldn't work with. And you see the huge difference from Thank Me Later to Take Care, which is an album he actually wanted to make. Right. Thank Me Later is the record label saying you have to make this. Yeah. You know? And you don't want to, like... Contract. And that makes so much sense because, like, you don't want to... Maybe you don't want to make a song with Logic. Yeah. You know what throw Logic in your face and be like, yeah, you, you guys are signed to work together. You have to make a song on this beat. And, and it has to be released by this day. <laughs> yeah and, and it's like, just like okay here you go that's exactly what happened to lupe and it's just like what do you do and if you don't do it lawsuits start coming into effect all these you can go to jail like it's just like yeah it, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's just like damn you know what i mean so you can, i mean a lot of people do take the chance to wrap around you know but it's very hard to go that route I feel like most people who say... Um, I'm going... I'm not signing. Yeah, I'm not I'm like, signing. bro, y'all are I've, dumb, y'all bro. Y'all have never been even approached. You have not even been approached. So you're not even in the position to make that statement. You're not going to fucking say that shit. I'm telling you you're not going to say that shit when $15 million is on a piece of paper saying like, yo, dude, sign your... John Hancock right here. Yeah, some and people you, would do it for 50000 Yeah. You know? Yeah. Someone waves a check for $50,000 in your face. That's more than what people make in a year sometimes. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, sign with us. Sign with us, bro. I highly doubt that 
people wouldn't say yes. Yeah, people would. And you would have to thoroughly read that contract. Like, yeah. I, I would not sign a contract, bro, that I have not read, even though I have before. <laughs> like, I, I like everyone's done it, like, you know, but, like, you have to just really just take in particular um, what it says and things like that. Um, but, yeah, you know, and you're right, though, when you said Drake and Thank Me Later, because I remember it was an interview that he had, right? Um, I read just so many magazines. Yeah, and he was mad. Like, he was like, yo, honestly, like, I did not like that album because it was nothing about what I wanted to do. And he said, and after that, it, if you're reading this, is too late. He said in that one, he, that's what he really wanted to do. And, like, and he was like, but his first one, he said he was just doing it because of his, his franchise. Or, like, he was just doing it because um, his signing or what his agency told him to do it. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he got out of that record deal so quick. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that tell you? That's, like, crazy. Yeah, you have why to grind, bro. To, why would you want being being so successful, being Drake? A label at this point is paying you millions, literally, because they need you. Mm-hmm. Because of the sales that you're giving them. Every yeah. single year, you're on the charts. They need you. Why would you run away from that? Yeah, exactly. You know? It That's comes why to the point where money isn't even a, a problem anymore. You're just like, okay, I just want to make things that I actually like. Yeah, exactly. And, like, when you get to that point, that's when you become your full self, you know? And, like, and that's what this whole conversation is about, really, just being your full, ultimate self, the best version of yourself. And, like, whether it's, you know, chasing your dream, lifting weights, being healthy as fuck, whatever, meditating, you know, finding yourself, personal development, you have to do it in some sort of way or form. And that may be... Whatever route you want to take. It could be the hippie route. It could be I'm not going to fucking work for nobody. I'm not going to do anything. I'll be a sunflower and just be on the beach. And, you know, it could be that. Find yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you just have to find your lane of being the ultimate human being of yourself. Like, it's like there's all types of dogs. You got Simba. You got your dog. You got this dog, but they're all dogs. But what is the difference between that dog and a fucking guard dog like, or a police dog? You know what I'm saying? Like The difference is is the fact that they focus on one lane and they freaking did their thing and they made themselves. They identified themselves. They took themselves seriously and they made themselves a totally different dog than that one. They put themselves in their own lane, their own bracket. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what humans need to be doing. Like, that's the reason why we look at different humans differently. Like, that's the reason why we look at a bum that's on the street begging for money differently than the person that's in the car differently. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's because you have to find that lane. You got to find what your route is, and you got to be all about that, and you have to just nonstop eat away at that dream or that goal or just your purpose of living. Because like I said before in the past podcast, bro, so many people that don't even know why they're alive, they're just meandering around. And people do that in their 20s. They meander until you're fucking 40 and you're just getting smacked in the face with life. Yeah. And you're just like, how did I get here? I had, um, actually, I think it was you that said it. What? On the podcast I was listening to, but I think you were saying... Um, you know, like dreams dying and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. um, like the grave is kid, like when you were a kid, oh, you, yeah. you said modern warf- warfare. You wanted to be like a 
yeah a youtuber or something yeah like yeah, that. yeah 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 for sure but i you know with the whole like plan a b c thing and whatever like i think to this day if you really wanted and you still dreamed of that life of being a modern warfare, modern YouTuber, warfare youtuber or whatever you know like, yeah. that if you if your resolution was strong enough you would have done that you would have done it yeah yeah and you know that is a plan fact a and b and whatever there yeah. is no plan B. There is no plan there B. There is no plan B. When you're playing A, is strong as shit. I'm trying to tell yeah. you. If you want something bad enough, there's no plan B. Facto. It's like, it's all one big plan, you know? So if you're just so happening to go to school at the same time or you're doing whatever it is, that's part of your plan. But that's part of your plan. But you should never be like, oh, I'm going to just quit, quit my dream. Dream to go to fall school. fall back on this. That just sounds... Idiotic. Like, like they, it just well, sounds bad. Maybe not idiotic, but it just seems like you didn't put yourself first. And like, and like I said, the richest place on earth is the graveyard. And the reason why is because they take you to the grave all these rich ideas that they had, all these amazing ideas they had that could have changed lives. But they chose to not pursue them. And yeah. that's why the richest place in the world is the graveyard. Because there's so many ideas people had that they just didn't pursue. And they died with them. And, like, you're going to wake up. And, and I saw, um, what's, I forgot his name, but, like, he said, um, he was like, yeah, you wake up after you're dead. And you have all these people, all your ideas, all these, like, just people that were supporting you. And then they're all just, like, looking at you mad as hell. He's like, hey, we did that for you. Like, we gave you that idea. Like, yeah. you didn't do nothing about it. And now, like, we support you. And, like, we brought you on that earth for a reason. You didn't even do nothing with the ideas and dreams that we put inside your brain. And it's like, you have not done what you're supposed to do, you know? Yeah. And, like, that, and I remember Steve and Harvey. That's, that's so, I mean, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, bro. You good? Like, Steve Harvey has said, um, Steve Harvey has said, like, uh, he said, dreams are premature, or Denzel, uh, he said, dreams are predetermined plans that God has put inside of you. Right. And, and like and that's just so true i think you know whatever it is that you want to do and you you just cannot die without doing something you want to do that just sounds so like i don't know how to say like, what did you live for what did you live for what did you live for like, like me personally i want to do so many more things yeah i haven't even touched on i want to make a freaking movie i want to make an anime one day and i'm gonna do it you know i don't care if i'm 40 doing it yeah but maybe and yeah you know i want to make clothes and do all this crazy stuff so if i if i die without doing any of that i I fucked up i failed yeah you know it's just as simple as that yeah and it's not i'm it's not I'm i would say i wouldn't say you failed but i would say that it was just there was things that you missed out on and nah, i would really really you know, i would really be beating myself up in the afterlife if there's even a freaking afterlife to beat yourself up with <laughs> Damn. you know like that's actually real shit no. yeah that's just me i cannot understand like I, bro like if there's something you truly want to do in your heart you just have to do it mm-hmm. whatever that is if you want to make bread you, you better be the it. best bread maker in the freaking world bro yeah like there's people that cut grass for a living bro and they love it 
And some people love it. Yeah, and it's not just that they love it. It's just the fact. Uh, well, yeah, they fucking love it, and then they're literally like they're so particular with it. They're hitting the edges right on the sidewalk to where it looks like it's just a perfect square of yard. Like they're trimming it with scissors to make sure every grass blade is cut to perfection. And then you know what they do? They take that idea, what they had, their dream, and they flip it and they turn it into a business. And now they got their own business going where they're doing something they love. It's not even work at this point. And now they got people working for them. And now guess what? Boom. You're successful. You're living your life. And you're, only, and you're living in a nice house, cutting your own yard, doing what you love to do. And like hard work. That just sounds like heaven. Yeah. Hard work pays off. It just does. There's a reward. There's a reward for everything you do. Like whether it be the 10 hours of that day that you worked at a nine to five, you got a reward for it. You got money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. And maybe you don't get the reward right away. But eventually, you're going to get it if you keep working at it. But people fail to do that. They, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, and they quit. They, they get five likes. They get five likes. You know what I'm saying? And they're not posting anymore. They delete the picture off Instagram. You know what I mean? It's not about that. It's about the content that you put out, bro. And, and like, for example, if my podcast only gets three plays, I'm still putting it out. I'm just going to do it because I know at the end of the day, I feel like I have something good to say. And I feel like this is what I love to do. And I feel like I can do it. And it doesn't matter who's there, who's watching. Because I would do this in the garage, like in the basement. George would make music in a basement. And he would, and like, he would do that. Sterling made music in a basement. I know Tay Light would play basketball in a basement just because they love to do it when no one sees them doing it. That at that point is when you realize that this is what you really love to do, and that's your why. And like, I feel like people should always follow that, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Not at all. And like, so at the end of the day, to wrap up this conversation, I would just say chase after your dreams because reincarnation may not be real, it may be real, but if it is real and, 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 and all that, and heaven is real, which I do believe in, then you may, you might as well take advantage of the time that you have here. And be the best superhuman being that you can be. And don't take this shit for granted, because life is short, bro. Kobe's a perfect example of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, that's another episode of Chop It Up. I hate that we had to get so serious, but, like, I thought it was pretty genuine. Yeah, I thought that was a, <laughs> that was a good conversation, honestly. Yeah, bro. No cap. Uh, so, I'm going to keep sipping on his Jack Daniels. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so to wrap that whole thing up, uh, tune in next time for the next episode of Chop It Up. And, again, thank you guys so much for chopping it up with us and listening. See you next time, guys. Peace. Kind of. If I can delete this. I mean, pause this. <laughs>